Welcome to the Natural Health for People and Pets podcast, a show that aims to empower you with the knowledge and tools needed to take control of your own health and well-being, as well as providing health-promoting strategies for the dogs in your life. The world of health and nutrition can be overwhelming, so what better way to understand what works and what doesn't, what's evidence-based and what's not, than to hear it from someone in the know? So, please welcome your host of the show, accredited naturopath and nutritionist, Narelle Cook. Welcome back to Natural Health for People and Pets. I'm co-host of the show, Glenn Cook, and I'm going to introduce the host of the show, Narelle Cook. Hello, everyone. Lovely to be back again. What have we got for today? Today, we've got a special guest, but before we reveal all, Mm -hmm. let's talk about our sponsors. We must talk about those wonderful sponsors who keep the show running. Absolutely. So our first sponsor is Big Dog Pet Foods. They're an Australian company that have been manufacturing pet foods for 20 years now. They really are the experts in their field. And I should say, raw pet foods. They only use human-grade ingredients. They don't add in anything synthetic or artificial into their foods. Mm, Very important. All of their meals are nutritionally complete and balanced. They offer a wide variety of different protein sources in their raw food patties, which is great for dogs with different food intolerances or allergies. They also have a great freeze-dried option in their freeze-dried little bites, Mm -hmm. which are also nutritionally complete and balanced. And they actually make great training treats. I mean, our dogs, Pixel's eyes were bugging out of her head when we had those treats the other day for her. We have to break it up so Ladybug doesn't swallow it whole because she just tries to snatch it out of your hand. Yeah. That's it. And if you do have small dogs, the freeze-dried little bites can make a great complete meal for them instead of just treats. Yeah, they were showing people doing it as they had like a chef doing little recipes with it, adding all different things while they were soaking it in water. and Absolutely. So you do have to jump onto their social media pages, Instagram and Facebook. And I also highly recommend that you visit their website, bigdogpetfoods.com. They've got a great resource centre, which is full of articles, guides and frequently asked questions all around raw food feeding, natural diets and general health and nutrition for both dogs and cats. Mm. So that's bigdogpetfoods.com. Our other sponsor is Bell & Bone. So Bell & Bone are an Australian company and they make a wide range of dental sticks, collagen sticks, superfood treats and freeze-dried treats. Bell & Bone believe in using quality ingredients and providing complete transparency when it comes to what they put into their products. All of the ingredients are natural and healthy. And for the dental sticks and collagen sticks, they have real meat as the main ingredient, which may sound like a no-brainer, but when you start to read pet food packets and treat packets, that's usually not the case, Mm -hmm. that real meat is the number one ingredient. Mm -hmm. Their dental sticks contain the active ingredients that have been proven to freshen your dog's breath and to fight plaque and tartar. And there's really no point in giving a dental stick if it doesn't contain these two key active ingredients, because it's just like us cleaning our teeth with just a toothbrush and no toothpaste. So, you know, it'll do something, but it's not really hitting the mark. So you can find Bell & Bone online or in-store at your favourite pet specialty store, Australia-wide. That's bellandbone.com.au. And as an ongoing special for listeners of the show, you can get 20% off all Bell & Bone products using the coupon code at checkout, Ladybug. Very generous, very cute. It is very generous. That's Ladybug, all one word. Get onto the website, bellandbone.com.au. And we actually have a new sponsor for this show, mm-hmm. and that is CBD Vets Australia. Wow. The listeners may remember that we interviewed Dr. Christopher Lee, the Veterinary Director of CBD Vets Australia, back in episode 22 about the use of CBD in our pets. Mm. CBD Vets Australia are an Australian company that supports Australian vets with education and access to 
legal medicinal cannabis treatment for our pets. We've got really good experience with CBD Vets Australia and can highly recommend them. So one of our French bulldogs, Opie, mm-hmm. he's got some degeneration in his spine and we've noticed a huge improvement in his demeanour and his behaviour and his mobility since being on medicinal cannabis that we access through CBD Vets Australia. He's much happier, much more fluid, more liberal. He's just a happier dog overall. Much happier. To learn more about CBD Vets Australia and how they can help your pet, check out their website, cbdvetsaustralia.com.au. It's full of resources, frequently asked questions, and it also has a contact form where you can get in touch with CBD Vets Australia directly to see if it's an appropriate treatment solution for your pet. They're super friendly and easy to deal with, so don't hesitate to jump on their website and touch base with them. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned at the outset of the show, today we're joined by a special guest. We have Sarah Kirkchi with us today. So Sarah is the General Manager of Precision Pharmaceuticals and Head Pharmacist for both CBD Vets Australia and a new online initiative called CA Connect, which we'll talk about in more detail shortly. Sarah has a Bachelor of Pharmacy with Honours from the University of Auckland and has been practicing as a community-based pharmacist for the past 10 years and for the past three years has been based in Sydney. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me, Narelle. Thank you. What are three years to be in Sydney? I think in the three years we've had mass fires, mass floods, we've had COVID and lockdowns. Welcome to Australia. <laughs> yeah, I think about, yeah, I've been truly welcomed. I think everyone tells me that I bought the bushfires, I bought the floods. Oh, I mean, wow. What a burden to carry. Been, I know. And New Zealand's been having amazing weather. So quite a good little intro to Australia. Mm. I came for the good weather. So I'm still waiting <laughs> for it. Yeah. So, are we. so it'd be great <laughs> if you could share a little bit more about your background, maybe your decision to go into pharmacy as a career. You've almost come to specialize in the use of CBD for both people and their pets because it is quite unique for a practitioner to be across both the human and the animal health world. So if you want to just give us a little bit of background on who you are. Mm. Yeah, for sure. As a young child, I've always been fascinated about the human body. But as a lot of us procrastinate, I thought becoming a doctor would just be too laborious for my liking and I procrastinate too much. So I was trying to figure out what would combine two passions of mine, one being the human body and the other being people. And my auntie back in Iraq, so my background is from Iraq, she was a pharmacist that worked for their local government and she seemed to have it all. She still had time with her friends and family and she was rewarded by a job where she could see what her efforts produced, like the outcomes of dealing with patients and whatnot. Also, my oldest brother started off as a pharmacist as well within in New Zealand, within the local government too. And yeah, I guess a ripple, ripple effect. I jumped on the bandwagon and I haven't regretted it since. I got into university, so yay, success. My parents were happy. I was a bit of a black sheep when growing up. And then I went into community straight after university. And you know what? It was extremely rewarding. There is a lot of work that pharmacists do that people do not see in the background and sometimes they're considered just as candy dispensers, which is a bit sad, but people who actually deal with us, they actually have complicated, complex issues, really appreciate the work that we do in the background. But I think as a pharmacist, I kind of, I mean, I'm a pharmacist who generally doesn't like medication. I kind of got fed up with the mentality that, and this is a generalization, that many people had that there was a thing called a magic pill. 
And as you are aware, there is no such thing. Every medication has a side effect. If it was perfect, people wouldn't be sadly dying. Mm. So I'm very much more into what can we do to prevent diseases? What can we do to help people that conventional medications are not doing? So when I moved to Australia, and New Zealand is still a bit quite restricted to what you can do, but when I moved to Australia in 2019, I was amazed at how there were so many different options. Plant-based medications were, I mean, not readily available, but they existed. So I jumped on board into the medicinal cannabis space pretty much six months into moving. I just love that there was alternative medications or alternative therapies compared to your conventional therapies that give people options. And I think that's really crucial, allowing not only humans, but even within the pet space, giving them options to explore when conventional therapies sadly fail. And, you know, it's a growing industry and everyone's learning. So it's not like, I mean, of course, there are people who are what I would say masters within the cannabis space, but it's such an ever-changing industry to be in. So it's quite exciting. We're all learning together, which makes it fun. It's actually hard to believe that medicinal cannabis was only legalized in Australia in late 2016 because there's been such exponential growth in mm. you know the past five years. Is that what you're seeing in both the pet and human space with your prescribing? Yeah, 100%. Like we see scripts come in from a variety of doctors, vets. People are slowly starting to jump on board. A lot of prescribers are quite hesitant when something is new, Mm. especially when there's not enough clinical studies out there to determine the perfect dose. It's not like Panadol where, you know, you know the standard dose, you know what you're going to expect. There's still a lot of trial and error. But I believe slowly the stigma is being changed around um, medicinal cannabis. So people are more inclined to give it a go, which is great. I think stigma is probably one of the biggest things around CBD. You know, they just think it's weed. They Mm. think you're going to get high. You know, just the typical um, assumptions of it. But I mean, even if you were to go jump onto the TGA website, you'll notice the number of approvals has drastically jumped from when it first came legal to now. Like, let's say December last year, there was about 12,000 approvals that went through for final products, which is amazing. Mm. It means more doctors are more inclined to learn about it and patients are obviously seeing the benefits of it. So all in all, fantastic. You mentioned a good point about people being worried about getting high. So maybe we can start by just taking it right back to the basics because one of the biggest confusions I see coming from my patients is around the differences between say CBD oil and hemp seed oil and the whole Mm -hmm. THC. So to give an example, I had a patient who thought she was giving her dog, an Australian patient, thought she was giving her dog a CBD infused treat that she was using in the hope that it would help with her dog's pain because the company selling the product, they use certain marketing jargon on the packet Mm -hmm. to give that impression of CBD, yet if you looked at the actual ingredients, it was only hemp seed oil because that's all they could legally do anyway. But the average consumer can easily be misled in this regard. So perhaps you can just take it back and give a brief outline of the difference between hemp seed oil and CBD oil. We see this every day and it's quite sad that people are easily misled, but 
I mean, when it comes to marketing regulations, we can't change them. That's not what, I mean, we can always advise, like I always look through websites and, you know, advise TGA, like it's very misleading marketing. Um, And unfortunately it takes a lot of time to educate, which I'm sure you do with your patients as well, the differences. So hemp seed oil does come from the small seeds of the cannabis sativa plant. And I think that's where the biggest confusion is because it comes from that plant. They think it's the same thing, Mm. which completely not at all. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hemp seed oil has a really rich profile of nutrients and fatty acids, but it is not CBD. So the profile has no cannabinoids. And even if you were to get hundreds of mils of hemp seed oil, you are not going to get the same amount as in one mil of CBD. And unfortunately, it's considered a food grade product. So the marketing and regulations are a bit different to when you talk about the CBD oil itself. So the CBD oil comes from the actual leaves and flower of the plant, while hemp seed oil comes solely just from the seed of that plant. So they vary completely in their profiles. And it is important that more people understand that even though it's coming from the same plant, that they are very different products. And I mean, I love hemp seed oil for dogs and humans, but you know, for dogs, it is very nutrient rich and does have mm-hmm. a great ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah. And because of that, because they are different, people can give both of them together, I, you know, I should say. So if, if someone's using hemp seed oil as an additional supplement to their dog's diet, for example, they can by all means incorporate CBD as well if they need it for the dog for a health state. Yeah, 100%. We even have some vets who opt to have the CBD in a hemp seed oil carrier. So they get the best of both worlds. They get the medication, you know, the the supposed medicine, which is Mm. CBD, and they get the hemp seed oil as the carrier that it's dissolved in. So they still get that great nutrient-rich profile of fatty acids and whatnot. Mm, I love that. I love that combination. So I mentioned at the outset that you're involved with a new online initiative called CA Connect. Can you perhaps Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what CA Connect is and how it came about and what it can offer people? So CA Connect, in basic words, is is a simple streamlined online portal. Not only that, it's also a personal care system, which it was created to solve two of the biggest issues that we believe are present in the medicinal cannabis industry in Australia, one being affordability and the other being patient access. So I'm not sure if you're aware, some cannabis clinics, well, majority have a quite a hefty sign-up fee, which I think is red tape for a lot of people, opting to try an alternative therapy, but being put, like having a hefty price tag to even just initiate the process is kind of off-putting. So with CA Connect, there is no sign-up fees and there are no wait times. So some cannabis clinics, you know, have a four to 12-week wait time to see a cannabis practitioner. With CA Connect, that's not the case. They are pretty much spoken to within 24 business hours and they should be getting their medication, if eligible, within a 48-hour period. So, I mean, that's fantastic. CA Connect was made by Australians, Australians and it's a group of a whole bunch of health professionals that were behind creating the offering so you've got pharmacists you've got myself and other pharmacists you've got doctors and you've got nurse practitioners as well with that all specialized within the cannabis field and basically it's an opportunity if patients are eligible to try a plant-based therapy which is CBD so again with no sign-up fees and no wait times 
And it's not just a platform that offers you medication. So I need to emphasize it's not a retail offering. We've spent a lot of time curating this to make it, to make patient healthcare the pivotal focus. And, you know, we offer follow-up care calls with practitioners every two weeks. They've got an opportunity to become part of a community via Connect Hub where they, you know, people got within the same journey can actually talk to each other. Obviously that's monitored. And they've also got a option within their portal to talk to a health professional whenever they need. So they're never left alone, which, I mean, that's a pro, like a plus side when you consider when you see a GP, you might not see them again for another three to six months. What happens in between that time? Are you taking the medicine correctly? Have you got side effects? Did you just stop because you felt nothing? With those regular follow-ups and all those channels that they've got, they're always supported, which I think is a huge game changer. Absolutely. And it sounds amazing. And I think we're in that day and age now where online options are just really important. I mean, to give access to a broader population of people who may be suffering Mm -hmm. from various health conditions. And, you know, not everyone in this day and age is comfortable sitting in a crowded doctor's office. Exactly. With COVID, not every GP is a specialist in CBD. And I imagine the majority of GPs wouldn't have that education and training in depth. They may be familiar with it at a superficial level, but not in depth in terms of dosing across different therapeutic applications. Would that be the case? Yeah, look, it's definitely a very common issue we face within primary care. I mean, keep in mind these doctors are busy with, you know, the most common ailments that people come in to see them for. So, and CBD again is very new and the time taken to get up to speed and be at a confident level to prescribe does take some time. So I am seeing a lot of doctors have an interest. So they're expressing expressing interest in it now where before they were just straight up no, but I think people are going in and asking those questions and in order to practice toposcope, you've got to keep up with what's new and relevant and what your patients are asking for. So we do spend a lot of time training doctors and it's not even brand specific whatsoever. It's just to get comfortable with what CBD can do for their patients, how to initiate, what to look out for and things like that. I do believe even primary care doctors were hesitant in the beginning, but if patients are asking for it, if you can't offer them a service that they could potentially be eligible for, at least knowing an avenue that you can put them through is crucial. Mm. And I guess what I love too from everything you've outlined about CA Connect is it's very individualized patient care. So a lot of people, you know, they'll hear about the benefits of CBD for their particular health problem or their pet's health problem for that matter. And then they'll Mm -hmm. go online and they'll just order some random CBD product, usually from the States without really understanding how to dose it appropriately or any cautions or contraindications that may apply to their particular situation. Not to mention Mm -hmm. purity and quality control issues with the product that they might be buying. As a natural healthcare practitioner, you know, for both people and pets, at the end of the day, I want to see improvements in my patients, which usually Mm -hmm. means, you know, incorporating a high quality product as part of their treatment plan. And from talking to patients over the years, many of them simply don't realize that if I can say oils ain't oils, so to speak, and that, you know, quality, purity, strength, I mean, it can vary considerably between different brands, even if they appear at face value to be the same thing. So they may not be getting the results that they want because they're using an inferior product, but they just don't realize it. So they give up and say, well, 
I tried CB and yes. it didn't work for me. So can you perhaps talk a little bit more about the quality control processes that CA Connect and CBD Vets Australia use in their work and the product that they supply? Yes, all the products that they supply come through Precision Pharmaceuticals, which is what I lead as well, as you mentioned prior. So we have to abide by TGA regulations and all their requirements. The sad thing is when you see all these hemp-based products that are promoting themselves or marketing themselves as CBD is that you have no idea what is actually in those products. It could be chemicals, heavy metals, pesticides, all that could actually be doing is causing harm not only to themselves, but you know their furry friends, which is not what you want. Mm. All our um, raw material that comes through Precision Pharmaceuticals is all made in a GMP manufacturing facility. Uh, you're guaranteed purity. You're guaranteed that it is exactly what you're getting. We've done all the testing. And that's also the difference when people say, oh, why is CBD in Australia more expensive than online? Well, that's because you're actually getting exactly what's on the label. We've done and abided by all Australian regulations to ensure as much as we can that this is this a safe product. I mean, I don't like to use the word safe because unfortunately people can also die from paracetamol. But in terms of the regulations, it's all abided by. And that does take a lot of time and money. And that's a huge difference between a subpar product that you buy online with a fancy label. And they do a really great job with marketing. But at the end of the day, I would rather know what's exactly going into my body. So, you know, we have certificates of analysis, certificates of conformance, and we can provide those to any doctors and vets that are curious to see what our products are like. So that's never not something that we provide if questioned for. So there's a lot of things that go into the, in, in the background to ensuring as safe as possible product out there that doesn't contain any nasties. And as you know, within the animal space, they react to especially THC quite differently. And there's some products out there that say it's just CBD, but you have no idea what's actually inside it because you'll never be given the documents when requested. I don't think people realise or even sometimes appreciate how tough and how scrutinising organisations such as the TGA are and how many Mm -hmm. hoops that people have to jump for. For example, a colleague of mine introduced a viricide for cleaning, for disinfection, especially Mm -hmm. in zoological spaces. And he pretty much said at the end of it, I think he had to speak to the AVPMA, the TGA, Mm -hmm. and there were quite a lot of hoops to jump through. But at the end of it, he said it was almost not worth bringing it in because of the high level of scrutiny that I had to go through to get it in. He said, but it's really like a huge, big green tick once you get it. Because Mm -hmm. he said they ask a lot of questions, they go into a lot of heavy detail, they really scrutinize every hook and turn that you're doing. And that's why sometimes it drives the price up, which people don't realize is there is a lot of work to actually register product in Australia. And I know that from Narelle's past, that's what she was involved in when she was a regulatory affairs officer. She had to primarily go backwards and forwards with the AVPMA all the time. And APVMA. APVMA. Thanks for the correction. <laughs> um, APVMA. I was waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. She wasn't going to let me get away with that one. But, uh, you know, I remember her coming home from work and dinner table conversations were around about how stringent they were and how difficult they made the mm-hmm. process. But at the same time, she appreciated it because it wasn't just letting something get through that wasn't supposed to get through. It was something that they scrutinized heavily. A lot of eyes were across it and a lot of detail went across it. And then finally they said, 
yep, this satisfies our requirements. I remember one submission I made for a approval for a new chemical, new active ingredient actually in Australia with the work I was doing. And I think I submitted 27 ream boxes full of data, like printed mm. <laughs> data to satisfy their requirements. People don't realise it is a lot of work. and But that's why we're so, a lot of work, yeah. we're so lucky in Australia. And it's why I, as a practitioner, practitioners can prescribe products that aren't TGA approved, but they'd be crazy too because the quality control of our TGA approved products is just second to none around the world. So it's really great peace of mind for patients that they are getting that mm-hmm. quality that isn't always what you're getting when you're buying products from overseas. 100%. And you've got to be really passionate to put in that workload in order to, I mean, in, in terms of CBD, it's still unregistered, but the regulations and all the conformities that you have to go to, it, it is time consuming and draining. But yeah, you do feel rewarded once you get the green tick. But I'm, and I'm sure you're aware now, even once you get the green tick, every, you know, they do batch testing randomly every year, you've got to ensure that you're still meeting the same standards. So it's not just a one-off tick and, you know, you could go and change everything you're doing. It's constantly meeting the demands and um, regulations that TGA set. And they're always changing within the CBD space as well, which sometimes can make it hard, but at least it keeps you on your toes and you're always on, on the top of the game to make sure this is the best products that you can get into Australia to service the people or the pets that require it. So yeah, you've got to have a lot of passion, but it's definitely worth it in the end. Mm. So from my conversations previously with Dr. Lee, he was talking that CBD is probably most often prescribed for pets for conditions such as anxiety, epilepsy and pain states. And I imagine Mm -hmm. it's a similar situation for humans. What's the broader reach for CBD in people in terms of the research and different health states that it's most indicated for? I mean, look, the TGA has a list of, let's say, approved conditions, which is basically what you've mentioned. You know, you've got anxiety, osteoarthritis, epilepsy, chronic pain, but then you've got other conditions that, I mean, I won't say there is enough clinical evidence to show that it's, you know, the bee's knees, but that just requires a lot more testing. But you see doctors prescribing it for MS, fibromyalgia, degenerative pain, and even less commonly in autism and blood sugar control. Oh, yeah, really there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things that you can use it for. Sorry, I totally cut you off there. No, no, that was... Um, that was great. I didn't know about the blood sugar regulation and some of those less commonly known uses less for CBD. Common, yeah. I think even in animals, I've seen vets prescribe it for skin conditions, such as eczema dermatitis, very rarely seen in the human space. But because CBD does have anti-inflammatory properties, some vets do use it in those instances as well. But again, is there enough clinical significance to slap that on a label? No, but it's all about trial and error. Absolutely. For someone who's suffering from a condition that ticks the box, generally, if someone went through the process of CA Connect, and we can talk a little bit more about that process shortly, mm-hmm. what's a general, I know it's like how long is a piece of string, but what would be a general time frame for someone to start noticing an improvement in their symptoms once they commence CBD treatment? I mean, not one size fits all. There's no textbook answer for that. Generally, from the patients I've spoken with or, you know, from pharmacists telling me, some patients are able to see an effect within a couple of days. 
And then there's another lot of patients that don't see an effect till 14 days till it's built up into the system. So CBD is not one of those um, medications where it's take on a when need basis, let's say two tablets of Panadol, for, um, for instance. It is something that you've got to take regularly to notice an effect. So because of that, we always generally advise that it can take two weeks to see some sort of effect. Mm. So maybe we will go through. So if someone was interested, like a human was interested in using CBD for a pain state, for example, what would be their process to connect with CA Connect? They would obviously go to the website, caconnect.com.au, but do you want to just sort of talk through the process from there? Yeah, sure. Like you said, they go on www.caconnect.com.au. They register and complete a virtual consultation. Now, this is quite an in-depth consultation because we want to capture as much as we can from the patient. And obviously, they've got to meet certain requirements. They've got to be over 18. They can't be pregnant or breastfeeding or whatnot. And then once they complete that virtual consultation, it kind of gives them a pre-indication if they're approved for CBD or not. But then they can go on to personalize their treatment care plan, you know, by picking a flavor enhancer or picking their carrier oils. But nothing is confirmed until within 24 hours, a cannabis practitioner will actually give them a call to confirm their eligibility. So it's quite a good time for um, patients also to ask questions that they may have. Uh, The cannabis practitioner will run through the entire treatment care plan with them to ensure they're all confident. And then their medication and treatment care plan will get dispatched within 24 hours as well. So about a lead time of 48 to 72 hours before they get their medication, which is in my books, bloody fantastic. (laughs) And then after that, every two weeks, they will get a phone call from usually the same cannabis practitioner that prescribed them the products. And that's a great time to touch base, look at what dose they're on, see if they're having any issues, are they noticing any benefits? And that's a regular every two weeks follow-up. And of course, they're able to talk to a health professional whenever they want through the chat box. Um, So they're always guided throughout the entire process. But the initial step to actually gain the medication is by completing a virtual consult. Mm. And that's the same with CBD Vets Australia as well, isn't it? So with CBD Vets Australia, a bit different. We're not vets, <laughs> number one. So there's a lot of patient inquiries and we always help out pet owners by putting them in contact with a vet who is confidently able to prescribe CBD. We don't tell them that they're eligible. We don't do that. We get them to go see a vet for them to assess the situation. But we help in terms of getting that patient, getting that pet owner to take their pet to see a vet. And then obviously the vet, if they deem them eligible, they'll send us the prescription and we'll forward it on to a pharmacy that's able to provide that service for them with the you know GMP products. Yeah, great. From my experience with CBD Vets Australia, the postage is amazingly quick too. I think I just ordered another 50 mil on Monday and I think I had it by Wednesday. So I was quite impressed. Oh, that's With good that. to hear. And that was yeah, coming from very good. Queensland, I think the pharmacy was. Yeah, one of the pharmacies we have that does that helps with CBD vets is based in Queensland. Yeah. So yeah, we they use everything's included. So you get express shipping with all the orders placed with our affiliated pharmacies. The other great thing too, it's such a detailed personalized care plan when people do go through CA Connect. And mm-hmm. I guess at that point, you know, that practitioner will be looking for any cautions and contraindications that might exist with CBD. But are there any obvious ones 
that people should just be aware of generally in case they're not going through CA Connect and they're just buying randomly online? So there are obviously a few, you know, obvious ones like you shouldn't be drinking alcohol with CBD. And that's generally in the initial stages as well, more so because drowsiness is common, but it, I mean, it diminishes as you titrate your dosing. In terms of interactions with medication, this is one that I would always advise patients to discuss with their doctors and that type of conversations that they would have if they go through CA Connect when they talk to a cannabis practitioner. But as a general, and I can't explain this in layman terms, so I apologize, but CBD is a potent inhibitor of a cytochrome enzyme, so specifically CYP3A4 and CYP2D6. So I would always advise caution to be taken when they're co-prescribed together. And it just means that when they're tweaking doses, they just have to slowly titrate the CBD dose as much as possible compared to a standard dosing regimen. But common medications to look out for, which you're you know, which a prescribing doctor would be aware of is antidepressants, for example, fluoxetine, you've got benzos and even some heart medication. So our cannabis practitioners always take this into account when prescribing CBD to anyone. And of course, vets would do the same. And yeah, I always suggest to take baseline tests for animals, especially like your liver function tests, things like that, just so you know where they're at in the beginning and then maybe reassess three to six months time just to ensure everything is all in order. That's great. I'm sure our listeners will be Googling the cytochrome <laughs> enzymes. <Yeah>. That's, that's <laughs> basically the enzymes in the liver that break down medication and some can inhibit, some can induce and yeah, it just plays with the levels of concentrations of medication in the body. Maybe that Sounds a bit better than cytochrome enzymes, yeah. I speak a little bit, I don't think I have on the podcast, but to my patients in person, I talk about the phase one and phase two liver detoxification pathways Mm -hmm. and any foods or herbs, for example, that might be up or down regulating phase one. So no, it's great that you've mentioned that. So is there anything else, Sarah, that you'd like to share about either CA Connect or CBD Vets Australia with the listeners today? If anyone has any questions, feel free to jump on the websites. We've got a great team that's ready to help if people are curious or just want some information. Just with CA Connect, I feel like it's a great platform, but the issues is how do we let people who are trying to access something like this know about it? I mean, we're restrained, you know, of just plastering posters everywhere or putting it on social media. I think word of mouth is a great tool for people to have access to things like this. It's new. We're constantly tweaking things to always work within top of scope. So yeah, suggestions are always welcomed. And we're not saying come to CA Connect over your regular GP, not at all. It's just about offering patients another option. And some people don't like going into clinics. Some people still feel that there's a stigma and it's a shame to prevent people from having that sort of access solely because of a mindset, which we're trying so much to change in all ways possible. If anything, just spread the word, do anything <laughs> to help. Yeah. Just, yeah. Spread the word. That would be great. No, I think they're both amazing services that we can offer clients and pets. 
Definitely for anyone who's interested, again, it's caconnect.com.au and cbdvetsaustralia.com.au. It's been so great having you on the show today, Sarah, and just explaining the options that are available out there now to people that they're likely unaware of. Definitely Mm -hmm. happy from this end to continue to share that that's available as a service. So yeah, really appreciate your time today. Well, thank you for having me. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Sorry, I babble too much, but No, that's fine. That's all part of the podcast experience. And it's great to know, especially, I think the good pickup with the conversation between you and Narelle was especially alleviating that concern that your dog's not going to get high off CBD. There's conversation that I have with people. I mean, I've been educated into what CBD is through Mm -hmm. a process of time as compared to THC which Mm -hmm. is not in CBD, which you have just explained so eloquently. So it's very important for people to know that it's a great oil for the medicinal purposes that it's serving. And it's really great to see that it's on the rise and that there will be more access to it over time. I'm I'm actually really glad. I've seen so much supportive evidence about it. I've seen people Mm -hmm. online. I was watching a lady with very bad Parkinson's. She couldn't write anything at all, but if she took some CBD oil and she spread it into like a avocado and put it on a cracker and she ate it, within an hour, she could actually write perfect cursive. That's amazing to hear. It is. And she said, this is me. This is my normal life. Mm. And she said, this is why I'm so outraged at the holdup for CBD for access to people. And she said, because when I do use it, when I travel to another country and I access CBD, which my son got me onto, she said, all the treatment, all the drugs make me sick. And she said, but CBD is actually transforming my life. I actually have control of my life again. I can access my limbs properly. I can stop tremors and shakes. And she said, and I deliberately took myself off it to show you what I look like. And she showed the before and after, and it was just breathtaking. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that's that's why the importance of the rise of naturally produced medicinal products such as this should be far and readily accessible to the public. 100%. And look, you know, the TJ are down-regulated, low-dose CPD 20S3. So, I mean, I'm sure everyone's patiently waiting for a product to be available, but I honestly don't know how long that will take. That's also another reason why CA Connect came about to give access straight away. Let's not wait. But the example you mentioned about the lady, it's amazing. I mean, we have dogs. We've got pet owners telling us their dogs are completely a different dog, no more anxiety, they're more engaged, they're acting like how they used to, they do zoomies around the house and they're no longer just moping around. I mean, we've even got within the human space, uh, female patients, male patients, so consumed with stress and anxiety and very depressive symptoms that have just changed their whole life around simply because of a a plant-based oil that's given them a new leash on life. And it's it's so rewarding to be part of that process with them, giving them that opportunity to access it. Mm. It's just amazing. And I do hope more red tape keeps coming off so more and more people have that ability to try it. I know the price is an issue and we've tried to diminish that with CA Connect with no sign-up fee. So We're hoping there's more and more stories like you've just mentioned and I've just mentioned in the long run. Well, thanks for your input into it and all the hard work that you and your team are doing because the more people that access it and the more it starts to move on to the market, hopefully that will drive price down as well. And uh, it it will make it far more accessible both as an option to take and also to be able to afford it. Exactly. Hopefully the government gets behind it and backs it. 
just like how there's a lot of back-end work that we do that the general public can't see as to why it takes so long and the costs involved, it's the same with the government and the TGA. There's a lot of hoops that they've got to jump in order to change legislations, but I think we're on the right track. It takes time, but, I mean, even since from when it became legal first to today, been major changes within the field and they're all positive. So I'm hopeful that within the next couple of years, it will change again. Well, thank you, Sarah, again, for joining us today. And we wish you all the best in your work that you're doing. And hopefully we'll get to chat with someone again down the track from CA Connect or CBD Vets Australia. Perfect. Anytime. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much, Thanks, Sarah. Sarah. Ta- have a good one. Okay, that was a great interview with Sarah. It was. It's so fascinating. And I really do hope that the CBD industry progresses to make it even more available to the average consumer because it's about quality of life. I mean, we've seen it with Opie. Yep. We hear stories about, I mean, we don't need to use CBD for any health problems, but we do hear those stories of the miraculous transformations almost that people are experiencing their quality of life when they do start using it. That's right. And full disclosure for anybody who's listening to this. So we paid for our CBD oil. It wasn't given to us or sponsored to us. No. It was something that we paid full price for to you. So this is not something that we're just doing because we feel like we're obligated to do it. We're doing it because we firsthand can see the transformation of our own dog. It's much like when we talk about big dog pet foods at the start, and yes, they're a sponsor of the show, but the only reason they became a sponsor of the show and the only reason that we got involved with them is because the product speaks for itself. The transformation of how we're seeing the behavior of our dogs, the livelihood of the dogs, and you know, like we utilize that tag in your product, Caninceuticals, which is allowing dogs to live their best life. Mm. And that's what we're seeing with these other products as well. Like Opie's a happier dog because he's been on CBD. So speaking of Caninceuticals, to wrap up the show, tell us about your product range because they're selling really well. You've got some really, really great reviews coming in from people who are using them, including my mum. Mm. So mum rang me the other day after she got your product. I think you sent her the Gut Protect for Bonnie. Gut Protect, very good, yes. Yeah. So my mum rang me and she told me all about, she's got a little dog called Bonnie and she told me all about the problems that she's having. She's been back and forth to vets, still getting loose poos, still getting upset tummy. She said to me, this product that Narelle's bringing out, do you think it would help Bonnie? And I said, I'm not the one to ask. Speak to Narelle. She will tell you all about it. And Narelle pretty much spoke to my mum, sent down the product and mum's been on it for a couple of weeks. And then she rang me up one day while I was traveling between jobs and said to me, that product is just amazing. She said, Bonnie's back to a normal self. She's back thriving. She's a happy dog. She said it's changed her behavior. She's no longer moping around. Her head's up. Her bowel is functioning properly. She said, all the things that I was concerned about seem to have all gone. And she said, I can't thank Narelle enough. She said, it's just amazing how the product has transformed her. Canonceuticals, I've got a wide range of, of products within the brand, but the Gut Protect is by far the best seller. And I get feedback every day from people saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's only been a few days and it's such, you know, it's made such a difference. But that just, I mean, that's that's my baby of the products because that's the one I created because of Ladybug fundamentally mm. to give her the quality of life to keep her going, given her spinal injury, a really passionate about that product. And it just goes to show, again, it reiterates the importance of gut health on overall health, not just poos. I mean, it's awesome for poos. Mm. (laughs) So I always like to talk about poo, but it reaches all different areas of health, immune health, skin health, things like that. But Caninceuticals, got another example of feedback I got just yesterday for the P+, which is Palmitol Ethanol Amide product. 
And for mobility in an older dog, you know, the owner messaged me and said, oh, the dog was playing with a ball and they're like, oh, I can't believe the difference is like a puppy again. And that was really quickly that change. I normally wouldn't expect it so soon, but it just every dog's individual, like every human responds individually to different products. So it just really makes my day when I get those testimonials back in. For anyone who's interested, they can go to caninesuticals.com.au. That's canine. C-A-N-I-N-E, Suticals, C-E-U-T-I-C-A-L-S.com.au. And there's products for all different areas, for nutritional support, for joint health, for immune health. We've got the liquid herbal range, which is really popular. Things like milk thistle, because, you know, we live in a toxic world and a lot of dogs have a very heavy toxic burden on them. And definitely the gut health range, Mm. really popular. Well, all the details will be in the show notes, including the contact details for Sarah. You'll be able to click on that and follow any of the links that are available or being discussed in the show, including all our sponsors. And if you have any questions for me, you can email me at info at caninesuticals.com.au. You can go to, if you want more information about the podcast or if you want to post a question about the podcast, you can go to the Facebook page, Natural Health for People and Pets. Like my Instagram page, Natural Health for People and Pets and Canine Suticals. Jump on my Facebook pages. Lots of social media options. Lots. Get onto all of them. And if you're happy with the product, of course, send in a review. Leave a review on the website Mm -hmm. if you love a product. All right. That's it for the show today. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Bye. (laughs) 